Hit Maryland Live on WFMD. Getting out to uh, Yellow Springs, Williamsport, wherever you are. We're going to uh, uh, take a break from our conversation uh, for just a little bit to uh, talk to a candidate in the upcoming elections. There's going to be a lot of elections. There's a lot of buzz going on with different offices already. And uh, we have uh, on the line uh, Justin Wages. Good afternoon, Mr. Wages. Thanks for uh, checking in. Absolutely. Thanks for having me, guys. Uh, you know, always great to talk to our local radio um, Tim and Frank, been longtime listeners of you guys, and a lot of people won't know I was a co-worker for some time, too. Yes, absolutely. Uh, and uh, since you're talking about that, by the way, uh, Tim May is uh, on the way. He's uh, delayed, and uh, he will be in in a, in, in a little bit. Uh, let me ask you uh, to talk a little bit about yourself. What's, uh, what's, what's your uh, life history in a nutshell? Yeah, um, really the best way to put it is I'm born and raised here in Frederick County, Maryland. Uh, you know, a local son, um, graduated from Governor Thomas Johnson High School in 2017, and I'm a current senior at the University of Maryland, majoring in business management. Um, you know, I kind of had the uh, whole Frederick experience. Uh, you know, at one time I lived in the city of Frederick. Right now I'm not in the city of Frederick, but I'm just outside, uh, close to the, the Lake Linganore area. And, uh, you know, I really loved it. Um, this is a great place to, uh, you know, uh, have your upbringing. And, you know, hopefully it'll be a great place soon for me to start a family of my own. All right. And apparently you got uh, interested in politics as you're uh, going for this office. Tell us uh, you're, you're going for the state house for the uh, House of Delegates. Uh, what's the district that you're uh, running in and what is that geographically? So it's really interesting, actually, because, um, you know, living out kind of halfway between Frederick and Newmarket in a way, um, I'm right on the border of District 3 and 4. And, um, you know, as we've learned this year, um, you know, Frederick County was the fastest growing jurisdiction in the state. So that means there's going to be a lot of changes with uh, re the legislative redistricting process. And, uh, you know, what the legislature has on the table right now, it brings that line even closer. So it's really up in the air. Uh, whether I'm going to be representing, uh, running to represent District 3 or District 4, um, you know, and it's it's a seismic shift, <laughs> you know, in, in the climate of both districts. Um, you know, District 3, obviously, uh, Karen Lewis-Young, Carol Krim, um, you know, and a, a lot more Democratic voters, where District 4, uh, you know, you have Dan Cox, Jesse Pippi, Barry Siliberti, and it's one of the more conservative districts in the state. So, um, you know, it's, it's redistricting is going to play a big uh big role in you know how this election cycle goes for me yeah and and we don't we haven't gotten a lot of uh time spent on on redistricting because it's it's kind of hard to convey over the radio but that must make it tougher uh for you to uh you know make plans on how you're going to campaign what you're going to do without the, the certainty of which district you're going to be in oh absolutely you know a lot of uh people say you know get out and start door knocking really early and get your name out there. But, you know, with this kind of issue, I really don't know where my constituency is going to lie. You know, if I go door knocking in one district and it comes that I'm, you know, dis districted into another, 
um, you know, that's really not opportune. So it's kind of like a holding pattern here. Hopefully they address the uh, redistricting early in session. Um, Like I said, you know, they've already put out their proposed map, so hopefully we can get the ball rolling. But we still want to keep it fair. You know, if it has to go to the courts to be fair, that's what it's going to have to be. And, you know, we're going to have to think of, um, you know, other ways to attack this monster. Sure. Well, uh, you know, at least you're not alone in this. Um, Let me ask you, Justin Wages, candidate uh, for uh, the House of uh, Delegates in Frederick County. Uh, I want to get into some of the issues, but before that, why do you want, why are you running? Why do you want to be there? Yeah, you know, I, I have this question asked a lot, obviously, any new candidate does. Um, but I think the best way to sum it up was the uh, Board of Health meeting the other night where I, like many other concerned citizens, uh, testified about the proposed mask mandate and other re- regulations. And, um, you know, we sat there. I think it took seven hours. There was plenty of public comment, public testimony, uh, other candidates such as myself weighing in. And, you know, it almost seemed... You know, I don't want to put words in someone's mouth or anything like that, but it almost seemed that it was a, a predetermined uh, thing. You know, it was it was a party line vote, and it kind of seemed like you know, no matter all the testimony that came in against that mask mandate, that the the board of health almost had their mind made up already. So, um, you know, really the thing is, you know, you can only ask other people to do something so much. You can only sway other people's opinions so much. Um, so, you know, why not try to go ahead and get it done yourself? Yeah, yeah. Uh, and you, by the way, are a, a Republican candidate in District uh, 3 or 4. Uh, let's uh, a- talk about what's going on in the General Assembly, some of the issues, some of what uh, uh, you'd like to see happen and uh, pass and uh, what you don't want to see pass. If you can hold on for just a few minutes, if we can have some more of your time. Uh, Justin, oh, yeah. wa- sure, I appreciate it. Justin Wages is a uh, candidate as we're getting into the 2022 election cycle. And we'll find out a little bit more about uh, what uh, he stands for. Uh, Just stick around. More free talk on 930 WFMD and WFMD.com. Frank Mitchell, Tim May on the way. And on the phone, we're talking to uh, one of the candidates you'll be hearing from in 2022 locally. And he's running for either in District 3 or uh, District 4, the uh, House of Delegates. That's Justin Wages. And, uh, Justin, I don't know if we mentioned you are on the Republican side, right? Oh, yes, absolutely. Yeah, I don't and, know. Um, you know that's, yeah, that's why the district makes a lot of difference. Um, you know, it's there's a loaded field of primary candidates in District 4. There's no primary candidates for me in District 3 right now. I think I should clear that up if uh, if it does sit. As it currently is, I would be in District Three. Okay, um, that's that's where I'm currently filed. So we'll we'll call you potentially District Three candidate. Uh, and what uh, I'll let you go first. What what are some of the uh, you know top three issues or so that you think uh, need to be addressed in the General Assembly, and where do you stand on them? Yeah, honestly, you know the biggest thing to me right here and now is um, you know doing what we can to get back to normal life. Um, you know, it, it started out as, you know, two weeks to slow the spread. Everybody knows that story. Um, you know, it's been almost two years now. Um, you know, and the, the thing is, it's not March 2020 anymore. Uh, we're here in 2022, uh, believe it or not. And, you know, we still have a lot of the same mandates and, you know, other type of uh, 
rules, I guess you'd say, in place that we had two years ago when we didn't know what we're up against. And, you know, now we have a much clearer picture. So I really want to try to bring us back to, to the real normal, not the new normal, but the real normal, uh, you know, that we knew in 2019 and beforehand, um, you know, be able to go out without the fear of, uh, you know, losing your job because you're not vaccinated or, you know, go cheer on your favorite sports team without worrying, you know, if you're vaccinated or not. Obviously, uh, I'm a student at University of Maryland. The, uh, the athletics uh, department just announced that anyone attending a uni- University of Maryland basketball game needs to be vaccinated. So, uh, you know, you want to go out and support your sports team? Let's go back to 2019. Let's get back on track and, and get back to regular life. Well, uh, the governor's taken a lot of uh, uh, leadership role on the uh, pandemic, agree or don't agree uh, with him. Uh, how do you think, uh, how, do you, how do you feel about the job he's been doing? You know, I'm not the biggest fan of how he's been doing, but I will say that I'm much more glad that it's something that's being handled at a state level, um, you know, and a local level in some cases, regardless if I like what's happening or not. I like that we have local control over these issues, um, you know, and it's not just edicts being handed down from the White House about what the whole country has to do or not do. All right. What uh, what what uh, would be the next big issue that uh, will be discussed? Uh, definitely the Second Amendment, uh, you know, supporting law abiding gun owners, uh, you know, not just here in Frederick County, but across the entire state. Um, you know, there's there's a lot of stuff going on. Um, we have a lot of issues on the table. Uh, Maryland, you know, theft of a handgun uh, isn't an automatic felony. And it's based on the value of the gun that was stolen. Well, the felony threshold is fifteen hundred dollars. And that was just recent, recently lifted to fifteen hundred dollars. Not many handguns out there are going to cost $1,500. So, um, you know, it's, it's kind of weird that a lot of the gun legislation is, uh, you know, negatively attacking law-abiding gun owners while positively, uh, you know, I, w- I don't want to say reinforcing, but uh, making it easier on those that are breaking the laws. So I would you say just uh, overall reform is needed, and that is... Uh, pro-Second Amendment kind of legislation? Absolutely. And, you know, we have some Supreme Court cases coming up about that. Um, So, you know, if the legislature doesn't want to go that way, hopefully the Supreme Court will, um, you know, provide some guidance on uh, what we can do and open up, uh, you know, the the right to, uh, to own and carry a firearm in the state of Maryland. All right. Well, let me throw a couple of uh, issues at you and see what you think. Uh, transportation. What can we do to make transportation better uh, throughout the state and, and in the district that you're running? Oh, absolutely. Well, Frederick County is really entwined with a lot of the transportation issues throughout Maryland. Obviously, 270 is is a nightmare going down to 495. And as many of the people listening, I'm used to that commute, uh, commuting down to University of Maryland all the time. Um, you know, there's a lot of things that need to be explored. Um there was talk about, you know, the Purple Line Metro coming up. We don't need anything like that. Um, you know, toll lanes, really, in my opinion, they don't help much because, you know, yeah, they'll move a little bit of traffic out. But we really need to, in my opinion, find other ways to add auxiliary roadways and widen and improve the roadways that we currently have and, uh, you know, just allow better flow of traffic. Um, it seems like a lot of the... Uh, I guess you'd say interstate or highway, however you want to phrase it, 
um, you know, that are added are tolls. Um, you know, the intercounty connector that was put in a number of years ago, uh, you know, is a toll route. So a lot of our working class citizens, you know, can't really afford to uh, spend that extra money per week. So, you know, it's, it's transportation is tricky. You've got to find a balance between, you know, using uh, taxpayer funds correctly and, you know, not going out there and spending all the money, but finding an, a, a something that'll truly work. And, uh, you know, it's, it's, it's a tough task, but I really think that, you know, strengthening our current network of roads and adding some auxiliary routes would really go a long way in helping solve that issue. Yeah, the, the whole toll thing, I, I hope we get a chance to uh, talk about again in the uh, future because that's, a, I think, an interesting take that you have. Uh, uh, one more issue, the recreational use of cannabis. You know that's good, probably going to come up. Where are you going to stand on that? Oh, it's definitely going to come up. And, you know, I'm, I'm not really one way or the other. Um, you know, I feel like uh, marijuana can be a gateway drug and it can lead to um, a lot of issues, you know, down the road for some people. But then on the same same front, you know, studies have shown that it's less detrimental than nicotine and, and tobacco and cigarettes. So, um, you know, I don't really have a firm stance one way or another on that. Um, you know, I won't say I'm completely opposed, but I won't say I'm completely on board with it either. All right. Well, I uh, appreciate the time that uh, you took to uh, call in. Justin Wages, candidate in uh, District 3, we think, for, and I, you know, I say that jokingly because uh, to, with the redistricting going on. Uh, let me ask you a total detour from the conversations. As you are a, a student at the University of Maryland, how are things going there with, uh, with COVID protocols these days? Yeah, it's interesting. Um, so right before uh, we let out for the winter break, which was a couple days before Christmas, uh, we were scheduled to have the winter commencement ceremonies for those graduating this winter. Oh. And um, there was what they considered an outbreak, uh, 98 cases in a campus community of nearly 40,000, uh, that they ended up shutting down um, all winter commencement activities two or three days beforehand. You know, family members had already been in hotels, flown in, you know, whatever, if they weren't from the area. And like I said, you know, you have to be vaccinated to go to these games now. Uh, University of Maryland has a 98.5% vaccination rate wow. among students and staff. Yeah, they, they mandated the vaccine. Um, luckily, I was able to have my religious exemption approved. But, you know, other people weren't that fortunate. And... Um, you know, there's, a, like I said, 98.5% vaccination rate and the Prince George's County indoor mask mandate. But uh, somehow they're having outbreaks that are canceling uh, commencement ceremonies and the crowning achievements of the youth of, uh, you know, a lot of bright students with bright futures. So, you know, I'm not, not that happy with what's going on down there right now. They're um, trying to institute a KN95 mask mandate. In addition, you know, over top of what the, the county has done. Oh, really? Um, but, yeah, hopefully everything's back under control uh, very soon and case numbers uh, go down because, you know, you have a lot of uh, people such as myself that are ready for our crowning moment, uh, to put it in that kind of phrase for commencement. Luckily, they invited the winter students who were going to graduate into the spring commencement. So hopefully that goes off without a hitch. Yeah. And, um, you know, for, for myself, that'll be a, it's, it's a big year. So we've got the election yeah. coming up, college graduation, 
um, you know, the sooner that commencement gets here, the sooner I can uh, put even more effort into our campaign to, um, you know, reform Maryland. Yeah, well, there you go. Uh, if people want to get a hold of you or find out uh, more about you, do you have a contact? Yeah, absolutely. Well, the biggest thing uh, I want to share is actually this Saturday at the Woodsboro American Legion, I'm having my campaign kickoff at 5.30 p.m. Uh, you can find out more information on my website. Uh, that's www.wagesfordelegate.com. That's F-O-R, not the number four, wagesfordelegate.com. Uh, you can also find me on Facebook and find more information about the event there. Just type Justin Wages and you'll find my page. And there's also an event page for the event. Um, and, you know, my email address uh, is on my website. Feel free to reach out if you have any questions. Uh, you know, obviously donations are huge at this point. We have to set the stage for a strong campaign, you know, lay the foundation, so to speak. So, uh, yeah, definitely feel free to reach out and join us on Saturday. Uh, it's going to be a great time. We have plenty of guest speakers. Uh, food will be provided. So definitely come check that out if you're interested. Very good. We're up against news. Got to run. Thank you, uh, Justin Wages, candidate. And, uh, you know, we'll have plenty of time between uh, now and primary day to talk to a lot of other folks. And we always want to say that we have an open door uh, contact uh, me, Frank, at WFMD.com, or Tim May, Tim at WFMD.com. If uh, you are a candidate for office in uh, any of the offices in our listening area in the upcoming uh, election.